Hey, stupid. Welcome back to Witch Bitch Tarot Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I am your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. I have a slight disclaimer. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not for you. I'm not your reader, your numerologist, your astrologer. I cannot help you with where you were at on your journey today. That does not mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Today is April 20th. It is the 110th day of 2022. And we have about 256 days left this year. The moon is waning. It's about 18.9% old. Excuse me, 18.9 days old and 82% full. moon is in Sagittarius it'll be void of course uh, 456 to 1152 my allergies are kicking my ass so bear with me the sun is in Taurus it is officially Taurus season Some great incense to burn today are storax, mace, sandalwood, um, today the keywords are divination, communication, and knowledge. Today is also a great day to potty train, wean, mow to slow growth, prune trees, castrate animals. We don't have a crystal of the day today. We don't have a tarot card of the day today did I just finish everything that we typically talk about in an episode in two minutes and 22 seconds absolutely happy 420 if you're not about the cannabis if you're not about the devil's lettuce if you don't want to hear about it this ain't the episode for you because for the next 20 minutes we're gonna be talking about it all from the history to why it's called 420 um and it's just a snippet disclaimer i'm not a doctor i'm not a medical advisor um these are things that i found on the interwebs and i've found in my readings of my utensils that i have okay so do your own research so if if you're trying to supplement what i say for your original healthcare uh routine then um Make sure you seek medical or ask your fucking doctor first before you do that. Or just go off. But like, bitch, I'm not a doctor. So disclaimer, I said it. Anyway, happy at 420. <laughs> All of my fellow cannabis intakers. I don't know if that's right. I was going to say potheads, but like not everybody's a pothead. Um, what's up? Today's your day to shine. Oh, <laughs> Today's your day to shine. Um, I remember the first time I had devil's lettuce. It was awesome. (laughs) 
So today is the day 420. Some people think that 420 is about, um, it got its name because it's a police code that represents like, uh, weed or there's drugs. No, 420 is the police code for juvenile disturbances. Some people think it's because of the Bob Dylan song when he's like, multiply 12 by 35, you get 420 because uh, Rainy Day's Woman was number 12 and number 35. No. No. Um, Also, some people think it's a, a penal code. No. So, this is, um, from my knowledge and my understanding, this is all of the... reasons why in culmination that it's 420 and remember 420 wasn't really commercialized into like it was commercialized first in like the 80s 70s 80s and then it got rebranded recommercialized in the early 2000s so um it originally started um obviously we know that there's 420 um molecules that make up cannabis so that is one reason but it originally started and a lot of people this is the only one that actually has evidence of why we celebrate 420 um it was a secret code for this group of kids um that lived in california and they called themselves the waldo the waldos excuse me and you know when you're a badass kid, all of a few of my listeners are. Some of y'all are just here for the knowledge. Um, when you're a badass kid, you gotta make sure that everything is timed out right and timed out perfect. So they were fellow badass kids, and they called themselves the Waldos. So every day after school, they would meet at 4:20 to get high because they got out of school at 4:15. By the time that they all met there, it would be 4:20 and it would still give them enough time to get home before their parents got home and they would be coming down from their high a little bit. So, their parents wouldn't suspect a thing. So, it then grew throughout the high school and it was at the time it was one of the largest high schools in California and then it slowly just began to spread and spread and spread and it has evolved into what we know it today. It also has become very symbolic when we talk about cannabis and um, when we talk about uh, different legalizations of cannabis a lot of states legalize marijuana on 420 because it is such an impactful day and number for the cannabis community um that like and i was thinking about that i was like yo that could be me one day like i could do something and it would become like a national un like a national recognized but not recognized holiday Um, but it didn't really become a commercial event, um, until the early 2000s before it was like, oh, 420, 420, like, you know, it was like the secret society. Um, but 
it really didn't become a commercialized event like where there was newscastings and all of that until 2015 in Denver, Colorado. Um, Denver, Colorado. and I keep saying Denver, Colorado, but I'm reading another city, but Colorado just keeps going out. Denver, the San Francisco Bay in Los Angeles, which cannabis was all legalized in. Um, they did like a unity, uh, a unity blunt lighting session in 2015 on 420. And that was the first time that, um, it was commercialized over a plethora of, uh, platforms. So it was very like secret, 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 oh, secret. Um, I also want to get down to the medical breakdown and again I'm not a fucking doctor this is just what I read in my understanding and I'm also going to give you a weed lemonade or a cannabis lemonade excuse me um I want to give you some stats and then go over the timeline with you I know we're everywhere but I may or may not have indulged in cannabis this morning so <laughs> Follow with me, bro. Just follow with me. Um, so some of the number one people that are um, paying for campaigning to continue to have weed illegal and continue to have it criminalized are a lot of the bigger alcohol companies. I'm not going to list them all because there's like 10 of them on here. Um, but it's the alcohol and tobacco companies that are the biggest supporters of keeping marijuana illegal. Um, while marijuana only causes 2,000 to 5,000 deaths annually, most of these deaths are caused by allergic reactions or their inability to break down some of the compounds, i.e. allergic reaction. So only about two, not only about like their lives are precious. Mm, We love that. But two to 5,000 people die every year because of uh, marijuana allergy. And the range is so far and in between because there's also people, um, that may not have died from marijuana allergy, but they were also consuming another drug. And because marijuana was in their system, they have to put it as a marijuana related death. So if you get high, (laughs) if you get high on marijuana or cannabis, and then you go and smoke some crack, even though we know that you died from smoking crack, I'm not saying y'all are smoking crack. I'm not telling you to smoke some crack. But if you die from smoking crack, you will also fall under dying from smoking marijuana. Uh, that might have been a bad example. Or another example that they put in there is like people were under, well, not under the influence, but they were, um, they have indulged in cannabis and then they'll get in like a car accident or a boat wreck whether it was their fault or not, and it will still count as a marijuana-related death. 
so that's why it ranges from like 2000 to 5000 every year um but a majority of them being an allergy to cannabis 96,000 people die every year from alcohol-linked deaths. A hundred and thirty-five thousand people die every year linked to tobacco deaths and healthcare issues with tobacco. So that's, you know, I can't math, but that's at least 200,000 folks that are out here dying from drug and alcohol. I'm going to put a pin in that. I'm going to put a pin in that. So I want to give you, I got to find my tab. I want to give you the timeline of marijuana and, um, the history of marijuana. Um, so marijuana has obviously hella nicknames, bud, grass, wheat, pot, Mary Jane, devil's lettuce, i.e. the list goes on. You can wrap it, you can roll it, you can diffuse it, you can vaporize it, you can rip a bong, right? Um, marijuana wasn't used recreationally until about the 1920s. Um, so marijuana compound is actually called, so the THC, it's tetrahydrocannabinol. Okay. And that's, that's what THC is, which represents it in the plant, right? Um, has great effects, great common effects. The common effects we know are relaxation, altered perception of time, heightened sensory perception, increased appetite, and euphoria. Um, Some of the lesser, more common effects in higher dosages, um, marijuana can ensue fear or distrust, panic, anxiety, Um, or other psychiatric symptoms. Um, so, and again, this was only, marijuana only started being used recreationally in the early 1920s. And we'll get into that when we get into the timeline. Um, so medical, marijuana was only used for medical purposes dating back to 2,900 BC. And this is my motherfucking thing. If we can date back shit to certain shit, like far, far back, but we still, you know, we don't have time for that. This, no, 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 never mind, never mind. This is about marijuana. <laughs> um, ancient Greeks um, used it for inflammation, earaches, and swelling. Um, ancient Romans um, in 70 AD, they have it in medical um text saying that it cures earache, suppresses sexual desires, mm, cures gout, arthritis, and general and generalized pain. Um, and then 800 AD, um, it cured migraines, um, anxiety, uh, convulsions, menstrual cramps, joint pain, muscle spasms, insomnia, um, even childbirth. 
uh, they used to give weed to mothers that were giving birth because um, it would promote a less painful birth. Okay. Um, so that's all before, that's all before it started, um, getting, becoming mainstream. Um, we also know that the most potent and the most, um, how do you say, um, I read it in one of these things and I can't find the page. We know that I wouldn't say authentic, but like the main source of the most potent marijuana comes from where? Africa. You guessed it. You guessed it, friend. So in the 1600s, now we're going to talk about um, the history of marijuana in the U.S. In the 1600s, um, marijuana um, was used mainly for the hemp of it, right? Um, so the cannabis plant was used for clothes, ropes, sails. Um, even in 1619, the Virginia Assembly passed legislation that required all farmers to grow hemp so um, they could make sails and clothes and ropes um, for various things. George Washington in 1700 even had one of the largest hemp farms and he wrote about it in his, um, journal in the 176 in 1765 saying how he also believes that it has a lot of medicinal uses. Fast forward 140 years, um, marijuana becomes widely accepted in the mainstream medicine and was an ingredient in many over the counter products. 1850, 10 years later, marijuana was added to the U.S. pharmacopoeia and we use and was used um, for treatment, excuse me, of opioid withdrawals, pain, appetite, simulation, um, relief of nausea, vomiting, and anxiety. Um, about 15 years later, um, Harish Candy was advertising um, and advertised it about an advertised marijuana in a vanity fair in uh, issue saying how it was pleasurable and harmless but very stimulating and it could cure melancholy and nervousness fast forward 40 years 1906 the food and drug administration requires that any product containing cannabis must be labeled appropriately. Um, so then we have about 30 years. So for three decades, um, marijuana was one of the main ingredients in painkillers and um, sedation when it came to treating various things such as muscle spasms. Um, However, the United States was illegally harvesting marijuana from crops in Mexico um, because um, 
it was cheaper and obviously they weren't growing it so they would go over the border and steal it as most americans like back then would do like fucking assholes right um so um that's where they got the term kind of like the mexican menace because they would go over i did like a whole like i rabbit hole this for like two days they would like go and run over the border go to their farm steal it and then run back and then when the um people that the crops belong to would cross the border trying to get their stuff back they'd be like hey you're a legal immigrant you're crossing the border like we're gonna get you so they would literally like go and put them like through like the emmer like illegal immigrant process quote unquote um and also it is said that um the Mexican menace, they call it the Mexican menace because it's the, it is said that the Mexican immigrant, um, introduced it in a more recreational way as the Mayans or Aztecs would smoke marijuana in recreational ways. That's what they say. I'm just the messenger. Um, so within that, within those three decades, remember the Great Depression was also going on. So bitches was really sad. Um, 26 states passed um, laws prohibiting marijuana. The fuck is that? Um, even, so even um, the FBI or the FBN, a Federal Bureau of Narcotics, began campaigning to criminalize um, marijuana and, um, it came into fruition in 1936, right? Um, it was said they even made like a whole campaign that if you, um, smoke weed, like weed, um, the drug could lead to violence, rape, suicide, psychosis, even murder. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I read that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? But that's what it was campaigned for. Um, and this was, um, it's called, um, it started with the film called Reefer Madness that was released by the government in 1936. I, I looked, uh, anyway, anyway, I'm gonna, maybe I'll put it in my, uh, Instagram post about this. Oh, the marijuana tax, which doesn't make sense to me. If we're going to criminalize it and um, illegalize it, why are we passing a marijuana tax two years later? Um, so they then passed a tax saying that, uh, you know, it was you got to pay taxes, even though it's illegal. You got to pay taxes if you want to use it medicinally. Um, it wasn't until about the 1940s, 1945 they then um removed marijuana from all u.s pharma and remember this is when that motherfucker started uh paid all that money i always forget that man's name but basically ruined america well anyway 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 um so then it was in the 50s uh when we talk about the 50s it's 1950 through 1970 um Marijuana was, um, criminalized, illegalized, um, and it was part of the Controlled Substance Act in 1970. Um, so it made 
marijuana class one drug as long as as long as well as lsd and heroin according to the act um marijuana and the other drugs had no medical or medicinal value and high it had high potential of abuse death um rape in all of these other criminal debacles and that's why it had criminal charges attached to it mm-hmm. also um in the 60s you know flower child um because they knew that it was becoming legalized it started gaining marijuana gained a lot excuse me a lot of um popularity especially with the hippies and the younger youth um and even john f kennedy and vice president right commissioned reports that found that marijuana did not induce violence or lead to the use of more dangerous drugs like i don't know why bitches say that like marijuana's like a gateway drug no it's not bitch your mind is a gateway to toxicity like get the fuck out of here um anyway in the 1970s um In the 1970s, Oregon, Maine, and Alaska decriminalized marijuana. So they were already on it. It was decriminalized, still illegal, but decriminalized. Fast forward to the 80s. Um, that's when we started seeing like the mad campaigns and the drug enforcement campaigns. There was three over $300 million dollars. Mind you, we're talking about in the 1970s, over $300 million was poured into the Just Say No campaign, um, and it was targeting marijuana, cocaine, and heroin. Lord. Um, and then 1983, D.A.R.E. came out, the drug abuse resistance, education, don't do drugs, right? This is your brain on drugs with the fucking egg. Um... In 1989, President George H.W. Bush declared a new war on drugs and continued an anti-marijuana campaign, leading that marijuana was the main cause of the new war on drugs. 1999, the Clinton administration spent $25 million on televised uh, campaigns about anti-drug messages. So the last like 30 years has been the same bullshit. We got people wanting to keep it criminalized and illegalized. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Then we got, you know, people that want it legalized and decriminalized. And there's multiple states that have decriminalized marijuana. There's multiple states now that have legalized marijuana because we know the medical pros to marijuana. It is still very controversial. About 90% of Americans um, believe that marijuana should be legalized and decriminalized. But this is also my thing, bitch. This is also my thing, bitch. Don't fucking sit here and we have people in jail that have were trying to fucking feed their family and pay their bills with marijuana in jail. For like in jail for who knows how long and now the government is trying to legalize it so they can pay their bills and feed their family that doesn't make sense to me 
Anyway, some of the things um, that marijuana has cured or other cannabinoids have cured, um, pancreatitis, sleep apnea, testicle can- testicular cancer, excuse me, testicle cancer, <laughs> healing skin disorders, um, tooth disease, um, chronic fatigue syndrome, chronic vomiting syndrome, depression, anxiety, um, epilepsy slash seizure seizure disorder glaucoma back pain um pain relief um neuro treat it tr- has treated neuropathy the li- like the list is so long and i'm not about to go through all of it with y'all okay um what else there was something else that i wanted to talk to y'all about when we talk about the marijuanas i also think that there is um It wouldn't be, look, look, because we're running into 20 minutes. It wouldn't be illegal if they didn't know how great it was. I feel our government, and we know this, our government always makes it hard for us to attain attain what is meant for us or makes it hard for us to get what is meant for us. That's all I'm saying. Expand your mind, Craig. Expand your mind, Craig. Oh no, I do have a card of the day today. I might not read it. We're yeah, no. I have uh I have a lemonade for you. Um this is gonna be from the Re- Rebels Apothecary. A practical guide to use healing um to use the healing magic of cannabis, C B D and mushrooms. So I have a CBD lemonade, This lim- or you can make a limeade because I'm a limeade girl. This homemade lemonade will harness the uplifting powers um, and brighten your mood in your day. Um, for a lower sugary version, use a few drops of stevia um, instead of the honey. So we're going to juice two lemons or limes. We're going to zest one lemon or lime. Two cups of water two um excuse me one teaspoon of honey and then one to three drops depending on your potency of your favorite cbd oil or other cannabinoid oil shake all ingredients together making sure that they are blended well or you may use a blender serve over ice or on ice enjoy this yields two cups of lemonade I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I feel like I was ranting, but again, I may or may not have eaten a gummy this morning at 7 o'clock. Happy 420. I was going to clean my room, but then I got high. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I was going to get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Thank you guys for listening. I couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. Uh, make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com and so you can see everything that I have to offer. As you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, I do not sell owls. So stop fucking asking. <laughs>